Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you season two of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. All right, Brian. So I've been wanting to touch on this subject for a little while. You remember last year on the draft show, we did the topic of uh, draft X and it was the question of like, what, what's the, the, the thing you, you just like is, is off putting when you see it on tape, when you see certain yeah. things. And Clappers. it was like the clapper or yeah. the, 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 uh, like, you know, I know Chris beam over Dallas Cowboys.com has always said, uh, the, 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 tape guy or the 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 like training room guy who he's got to have every wristband and every yeah. taped up thing uh zach wolchuk said he hates the guy who's the the pile on the jump on the pile at the end of a tackle to look guy, like he gets yeah. on it yeah. yeah so similarly we're going to talk about some things that maybe cowboys fans have some some ptsd about and some Ooh. things that that they need to not over you, you know they they need to to maybe get over and, and just see the player for who the player is without getting into specific players but also some things that maybe we say hey this is shown not to work out for the dallas cowboys and maybe they need to reconsider the way they approach this so when you follow mozzie smith luke yeah. schoonmaker tough rookie years for those guys you've got yeah. the taco charlton issue right. i don't know if the cowboys can pick a michigan player this year without people freaking out about it Fair or not, I don't know that they're going to be able to do that without people just losing their minds and go, no, no more Michigan players. For years, it was Penn State running backs in the NFL. No Penn State running backs. Don't ever Mississippi State defensive tackles back in the day, too. Jeff Tedford quarterbacks for years was another one. So when you look at this, Brian, what are some things that just personally you have some reservations about when you enter the draft and say, hey, I got got to look past this bias. I've got this bias here because I think Cowboys fans are going to have a bias against Michigan players this year. So what's something that you feel you need to work past and look past? And what are some things that the Cowboys actually need to say, hey, maybe we need to look at this differently. Maybe we don't take a running back in the top five. Maybe we don't do these things. What are some approaches that you think the Cowboys need to reconsider this spring? You know what? The the one that always gets me and – for years, I kind of bought into it. I kind of said, you know what? Okay, makes sense. Yeah, write it down, take the note, talk about it. At, you know, when we get on shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I about had enough with the guy that has position flex. Yeah, I've had enough of the position flex guy. You know, jack of oh, all trades, jack of all trades, could, master yeah, of could, none. He could play tackle. You know, you could put him at guard. Heck, if you had to, you could even put him at center. I don't know. No, I'm drafting this guy to play tackle. I'm drafting this guy to play guard. You know, if if he's a center, put him at center and leave him at center. Don't play him at guard. And I, I get it sometimes, but it just kills me when I saw the career of uh, of of Crawford, Tyron Crawford. Mm-hmm. Excuse me just a second here. Yeah, do what you got to do. Tyron Crawford. I'm uh, struggling here with my health right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> we all are. I got the sinus yeah, infection, too. It's going, around, it's going around, Brian. It's going around. Yeah, but the uh, 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The thing with Tyron, Tyron Crawford, you know, and I look at it and I go, damn, was he a three? Was he an end? He got paid like he was a big time three. It was a, you know, that was a, you know, it was, I think his whole career got wrecked. Injury hurt him, but they couldn't find a spot where they just wanted to leave him. You know, it just, they couldn't. And I just kind of feel like there's guys. Uh, who's Bob? You're really good with names. I can't remember what I had for lunch. What's the kid's name that we drafted from Tulsa? That was the set. Reggie the Robinson. Reggie Robinson. There you go. Mm-hmm. He's a safety. He's a corner. He's a you know. And we're starting to see it now with some of the players they currently have. Yeah, you know, they're trying to figure out McQuamu. What what is he? You know, instead of just going ahead and playing a kid as a spot and letting him grow. Letting him be that guy, you know, that bothers me. I when you when someone says, "Well, he's going to position flex," I immediately say, "I don't want the guy." Yeah, I I'm really don't. done. You know, and, and, and there's like there's plenty of guys in this draft that do like Barton, the kid at Duke. Yeah, the tackle he can play guard. We can project him at center. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's some guys that kind of you know they, they they've got that uh, they've got that ability to to kind of. To, to bounce around if they have to, you know, uh, there's a kid, uh, Brandon Dorless. Mm-hmm. He's a, at Oregon. He, he could, he could play edge. He could play one. He could play three. He's a really good player. And people will say, well, he's got position flex. I'm like, where, where do you want to put it? Put him yeah. someplace and let him play. Yeah. Cause too many times the position flex guy gets worked and now he's got no spot. Because they never allowed him to develop into anything, he was always having to play two or three different spots, and it and it and it hurt his development. And he and then he, after three years, uh, when we get to the final cut, he's one of the one of the guys that's on the list. I'll tell you the one for me, uh, and, and I think you you have a good answer. the 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 position flex guy has been a problem for them in the past. Like like I've always said, I don't know that Jalen Ramsey becomes Jalen Ramsey here. It, they whenever, thought he was a safety, Bobby. They, they thought he was a safety. I they don't know that he was a safety. They, they had so much trouble figuring out Byron Jones for so long. You mentioned yes. Reggie Robinson. Yes, they're they're right now yes. trying to figure out: Are we gonna are we gonna keep Tyler Smith at guard? Are we gonna do tackle? What are, yes. what, are, what do we want to do here? There, there's yes. always these sorts of questions. So I think that's a good answer. I'll tell you the one, and it's it's one that I've just I've determined don't do it anymore. I I, I I'd rather you not. And I understand why they do it. Why they look at the value. I'm tired of the blue star special. I'm tired of the I'm tired of the second round injury or character pick the the injury or character concern guy that they go ah let's take the risk here talented player I think way too frequently lately this has burned you and and the return has has not been great um and so so I I think the blue star special is the one that I'm tired of I I I don't think when we talk about the Penn State running back, when we talk about Michigan players and stuff like that for Cowboys and and the Jeff Tedford quarterbacks and stuff like that, I don't know that I 
I subscribe to some of those sorts of things as, as being real. I, I definitely understand the idea of a certain coaching and a certain scheme producing certain quarterbacks would have you giving some pause. So I understand the Tedford quarterbacks, but I mean, Aaron Rodgers came from Jeff Tedford. Um, and so, but the one that I'll say in regards to the Michigan subject, Brian, have you noticed that over the course of the last decade, most Michigan players that come out are slow off the ball? No matter how good of athletes they are, they're slow off the ball. So I don't I do have some pause about Michigan defensive linemen. I'm gonna have to stop and take a look. Cause I think yeah. if you look at the get up watch Chris Jenkins from Michigan yet? Uh yes, I have. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. And and matter of fact, Botch Lombardi and I were talking about defensive tackles. And he asked me the question. He goes, he goes, you know what's funny, Broadus? He goes, I now understand what Mozzie Smith is going through. I yeah. understand how they play a certain technique, and maybe maybe Chris Jenkins does Tough something to adjust. Maybe he adjusts. Mamazi hasn't adjusted yet. Taco never the, adjusted. Taco was always the Taco last never off the adjusted ball either. And that's what I'm saying. These kids play so many snaps at Michigan, and you know, they play in huge games, but they're taught a certain way. And yeah. you can, like Chris Jenkins, you could see where he's a tick late off the ball. And, you know, you're like, well, you know, but there's, but he has some quickness, but oh, he's a little bit late here. You know, he gets blocked. And so you, you understand when you watch, there's certain players that play in schemes that you, you don't know if you could coach them out of that the way that they're playing. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think that right even because, uh, I mean, like we said, Taco, uh, Mozzie, slow off the ball generally. Even sure. a guy like Rashawn Gary, who was a freak athlete, Rashawn yeah. Gary was not always. His snap anticipation wasn't great. I, I can't remember. I see Hutchinson, Hutchinson might have been the quickest one. Yes, Hutchinson was so fundamentally Hutchinson sound. Was different. Though. Hutchinson was different in the way he played on the edge. Remember, was there? Uh, Uncle I Walmer I, or I want to. I want to say Quiddy Pay was slow off the snap Quiddy too. Pay, yeah, yeah. He he was yeah. a good athlete, but he was he was not always quick at the snap. And so I I, I don't know. There, there's just whenever I see that, I'm like. Hey, I, I think that there there needs to be maybe some pause with however they're being coached over there. However things yeah. are, you're you're gonna have to ask if they can break that. But the, that, that's just kind of the the way I look. So you you're saying you said, who was who was the kid from Michigan the the edge that played opposite Hutchinson? Yeah, with an O. Oh, um, gosh, uh, Ojabo, David Ojabo. David Ojabo. I said Okawano. It's Ojabo. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're thinking of Boneo Okoronkwa from Oklahoma from years ago. Yes, that I was thinking of an O name, but I, I knew <laughs> I knew it began with an O, and I knew you would remember it. Yeah, yeah David Ojabo was the one who, who was there. Yep. There you go. Yeah. There so uh, those are those are some of our our, our, our draft PTSDs. Maybe they're <laughs> they're genuine. Maybe they're not. But that's the one that I'm going to have a hard time overcoming this year. Brian is the Blue Star yeah. special for you. It's position flex. Could you imagine if they take an injury prone character concern guy in the second round who has uh, position flex? Well, we we the, might as well just end that. You know, the, the thing about it is, and we'll bring it up in the draft if it happens. But there's some of these linebackers that are banged up. Oh, yes. Your your favorite from North Carolina State, your NC State linebacker, man. Yeah, my my, he he is a hell of a player, man. I mean, and I've seen people. It's funny because always funny. The mock drafts always have him like in the third round. And I'm like, God, he's not a third round player. I mean, he's so much better than that. But, you know, you got to wonder about the injuries. Yeah, Peyton Wilson is from North Carolina State. He's had this multiple injuries, but you watch, he makes every damn tackle. So now, you know, the Cowboys, do you draft a guy that all of a sudden can only play five to seven years, you know, because the injuries start to catch up with him? Yeah. Seems like it's happened with Bruce Carter. 
Sean Lee, Sean Lee, Leighton Vanderesh, Edwin Smith. You know, yeah, Leighton yeah. Vanderesh. Just seems like they've drafted these guys, and they're good players, but then injuries just catch up with them. You are listening to the Love the Star podcast, the Love the Stars and Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.